0: All right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, Jeff Hartman here for part two of the Steelers preview. That's right, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's podcast platform. Make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. We're there, search Steelers. You'll find us. We're probably one of the first podcasts available. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer. Dave Schofield, the other co-editor. I'm the other co-editor. We are co-editors. We're all co-editors. It's all fun and games. Let's talk about the rest of this matchup. Steelers, Titans, 5-0, 5-0. There's only three unbeaten teams left. The Seahawks, Steelers, and Titans. But on Monday, there will only be, well, maybe only one. But there's at least going to be one less. We'll put it that way. So, guys, let's talk about X-Factors. We always do this in in part two of our podcast, X-Factors. Who is that one player? And we'll do an offense and a defensive one as usual. Who's your offensive X factor for the Steelers this week? We're going to start with Brian. Go ahead.
1: I am going to go with Eric Ebron this week. I think it's really important to establish the tight end over the middle. They're going to be paying a lot of attention to the wide receivers. Remember, you can't pay attention to them all. But Ebron, I'm looking at uh, over eight as far as uh, receptions from him.
0: Ooh, we'll get into over under here in a second. I didn't put that one on there. I like that, uh, Dave. Who's your offensive X factor in this matchup?
2: Um, I just changed my mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave one for you. I'm going to go James <laughs> Connor. Okay, because. This was this was almost ended up being your trivia but Jeffrey Benedict gave me the trivia for tonight so I gave him some stuff that he used last night. Do you realize every time James Conner has rushed for over 6 for over 60 yards in a game the Steelers have been victorious. Every time James Conner has gone over 60 yards rushing in a game
0: they are undefeated. That's well they crazy. have been victorious. Sorry, they are undefeated. It was they're they're 11-0
2: they and 1. They had the tie.
0: I heard that on the stat geek and I literally was yeah. in the gym. I was like, are you serious? 60 yards. That's it. Yeah. Well, Sixty well, yep. yards? Well, He
2: goes over 60 yards on the ground. That's crazy. so that's why I'm just going to go there. Just because okay. I think if James Connor can get rolling in the run game, that could really help even with the Steelers controlling the clock more. And, you know, that'll also open up the passing game.
0: This is probably where you were going to go, Dave. I'll go ahead and take it. It's Ben Roethlisberger, Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, because this is a game I think that I said it on my let's ride, and I don't want to give too much away that I think this is the game that Ben makes out. Everyone's talking about air yards and all this other stuff, and he's not doing this and his deep passes aren't as good as it was and blah, 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 blah. This could be the game that he shuts them all up because I don't think that the secondary of the Tennessee Titans has what it takes to stop the Steelers' offense. I don't think that the Titans' defense in general has what it takes to stop the Pittsburgh offense. The Pittsburgh offense is so versatile. You said it, Dave, with Connor. Brian, you said it with Ebron. You throw in the receiving core, and the fact that these guys can't get after the quarterback, that's a recipe for disaster for a defense. We'll get get into our game predictions later, but my ax factor for the offense is none other than Than Big Ben because he is the linchpin, the straw that stirs the Steelers' drink on offense. Let's go to defense now. Brian will stick in the same pattern. Here's your defensive X Factor. Dave's pissed. He thought I was going to go with him. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know what? I I would love for you to go to Dave first. All right. Because Brian doesn't have an answer. Okay. Because I have
2: two. I have an answer. Go, Go ahead, Dave. My answer, believe it or not, I'm going to say Terrell Edmonds. because I think he's going to be called on to help cover for the loss of Devin Bush a little more, which I know some people might disagree with this. I think Terrell Edmonds is having a great year. And the biggest reason Terrell Edmonds is having a great year is that they're putting him in situations that plays to his strengths and not putting him in situations that are dealing with his weaknesses. So by doing that, he's playing well and it's a better all around defense because of it. This might, but I think part of the reason we're able to do that is because of some of the stuff that's being done by Devin Bush with Devin Bush being out. Edmonds might have to be a little bit more out of his comfort zone and do a little bit more than what he has been. So therefore he needs to be able to to step up and do a little and have a little bit more versatility.
0: All right, Brian, I don't know if Edmonds was one of your two, but go ahead.
1: No, he was not, but that's fantastic because I'm jumping on the, uh, the Fedarius Terrell Edmonds bandwagon. (laughs) Because I tell you what, he is having a good year. And he's very important. He's always going to be the whipping post. But I really like what he's doing. You know, the reason I wanted to throw it over to Dave, because I just did not want to be Captain Obvious with this. But I've got to go Captain Obvious. And it's Vince Williams. You're stopping the run. And Vince Williams has to be all over this game. He's going to be all over this game. You know, it's Vince Williams v. Derek Henry. Florida state versus Alabama. You know, this is a big matchup.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with my X factor on defense. I'm going to say make of Fitzpatrick. Um, he had the pick six and I'm not expecting that again, but you know, I have this gut feeling and this is nothing more than a gut feeling. There's nothing else that I've seen. I would not be shocked if the Tennessee Titans come into this game and they're thinking just like the Steelers were in 2005 going into Indianapolis. If you remember that divisional game before Jerome Bettis's fumble, what did they do? They came in, everyone thought they were going to just grind it out with the bus, and they, it, and they threw it, and they threw it, and they threw it, and they threw it. And they used the pass to open up the run. I would not be shocked if the Titans are banking on the Steelers to sell out and stop Derrick Henry and try to go over the top. This is where Minka Fitzpatrick can make his money, meaning – he can take advantage of Tannehill. Tannehill got a little loose with that football last week against Houston. If you watch that game through, I think he threw at least one interception in that contest. I think Minka Fitzpatrick that one pick might've been just what he needed to kind of get over that hump and to become that difference maker that we all got comfortable seeing in 2019. My X factor is going to be Minka because, and, and, and it also goes into what Dave said without Bush, he's going to have to communicate even more. He's going to have to be more of a field general because I think it's easy to say Spillane is, an, is a guy because, as an X factor, because he's filling in for Devin Bush. But I think that there's, you got to do it as a team. It's going to be a team that's going to absorb Devin Bush's loss, not just one player. So, anything to add, Brian? You good? No, I love it. All right. Very good. Let's get into some over under. You already? I, I, I did a little expanded version today. I, I got going. I got going. I was like, this is good stuff. I'm going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Let's talk about individual player yards gained. Okay. This is Steeler offensive players yards gained. We have one Titan player, James Connor over under yards, brushing 95, 95 Dave go with you first over under I'm going over. Ooh, okay. Brian higher. I'm going to say under, even though the Titans are surrendering, let's see here. Their defense is not very good. Um, One thirty-seven a game. I think that I think we're going to see Anthony McFarland get a big run in this game. I don't know why. Gut feeling, but I think James Connor's a little bit under. We'll say ninety enough to get us the win, though. Dave, say it that way. Eric (laughs) Ebron. Eric Ebron passing yards sixty. Now, Brian, you already predicted eight receptions. Would any of those have them going over sixty? Well, he had. He said (laughs) he receiving yards. Come on. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Ebron's <laughs> going back. He's
2: dropping back. No.
0: Receiving yards, 60 over under, Brian. What do you think? I got to
1: go over because typically the tight end position, Ebron's one of those guys that's going to average about nine per reception. So if he gets his nine per reception, and eh, that's about 72. So let's take the over. Dave?
2: I'm going to say barely under. I'm going to say he get, goes around you know, 50, 55 where he's been doing at times.
0: I was going to say under, but then I saw, uh, I think it was Brian Badko post gazette shared this clip of, uh, I don't know what it was from NFL network, something where Eric Ebron was talking when he was with the Colts and he was talking about the safety that they line up over him. And he told Andrew luck, if he's over top of me and it's man coverage, throw the ball every single time. And this Titans player is still on the team and he owns him. He owns him. And you forget that Eric Ebron has this connection with the AFC South. He's known these defenders for the Titans. He played them with the when he was with the Colts. I'm going to go over. I think Ebron has a game. I think he goes over 60. Okay, let's go Juju Smith-Schuster. This pains me to even say this number. Seven. Receiving yard. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he was under last week. <laughs> I know. I know. 50. I, I, this is horrible, but 50. Juju Smith-Schuster, 50 yards receiving. Dave over under. I'm going to go
2: over on this one. I don't know that he'll get to 100, but I think he will he can crack 50 this week. Brian?
1: Pains me. I got to go under. Really? Yeah, maybe about 40. But here's the yeah. thing. Doesn't matter. Remember no, what I said I last know. week. Mm-hmm. Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professor Plum. I'm going to go over. I think Juju's due for a big game. It might not be a big game that's 150 yards but it might, it should be more than 50 before I forget. Robert Roberto puts four ninety-nine. The tip choices guys. I'll take one for the team and give Devin Bush my ACL. Thank you, Roberto. We appreciate it. He'll need it for 2021. All right. Um, <laughs> let's go. Derek Henry rushing yards. There's two with Derek Henry here, Derek Henry, rushing yards over under 95 Dave. I'm going to go under. You have a number in your head? Um 75. Nice, Brian. 95 over under.
1: I am going to go slightly under, but I'm going about 90. However, I do want to ask you a question. Are we going to talk about touchdowns for Derrick Henry in this? Do you have I that did under? not
0: I did not plan on it, but I can I can do that quickly if you want to I have another one about total yards. that next right. to total yards. So you said under? Slightly
1: under. Okay. I'm I think he gets go- 90.
0: Okay, I'm going to go under. I think you get 70. Combined yardage. So this is receiving and rushing. We'll say 120. Dave. I won't go over on that one. So you think he's going to be more of a passing I think
2: threat? I think he might even have more receiving yards than rushing yards. It just, I don't know why it just feels that way. Just because yeah. mainly because that would have been like Devin Bush covering there. So we'll see. Okay. Brian,
0: 120. I-
1: I think over. I think he's gonna have one big reception.
0: Okay. I think I think probably over there as well. I think he's he's I think they're gonna use him more in the passing and try to get him in space because we know that the Steelers are good at stopping the run. We'll do Derrick Henry touchdowns, let's say one and a half. Over under, Brian. What do you think? Over he gets two. Ooh, D- Dave. I'll go under with one. I'm gonna go under with one as well. Let's go chase claypool touchdowns. One and a half. He finished with one last week. Dave, what do you think?
2: Uh, I called, he would have one, although man, I blew that. I said, I don't know that he'll get any more rushing touchdowns this year after he had <laughs> his four touchdown game. Oh, uh, that's what I, I, I think I said that on stat geek. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go once again, I'm going to go under, but I'm I'm going to say one.
0: Brian,
1: I'm saying one as well. And I think he gets a lot of rushing touchdowns this year.
0: <laughs> I'm going go to go over with, 2 I'm going to go over with two. Let's go, Ben Roethlisberger touchdowns over under two and a half. Dave, under. Okay, Brian. Over gets three. I agree with Brian. Over three. Wait till we get to Bolden
2: Bazaar. Okay,
0: I I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, Steelers sacks on Ryan Tannehill over under three. It's crazy when you think about it because they've only given up six all season. But we know the Steelers; they like I to get the quarterback. Ryan Anthony Davis. What do you think? Over under three? Over five?
1: No Taylor Lewan? No soup for you? <laughs> soup
0: Nazi. Dave Scofield. Go ahead.
2: I'm going to say over. I, I I'm thinking it's going to be four, but I really want to see six because I want to see them since back they only on had the four fire. last week back on that
0: back <laughs> on that five average. I'm going to say push. And say three. Okay. I think they okay. get three exactly. Takeaways. Pittsburgh Steelers taking the ball away one and a half. Dave.
2: I'm going to go under with one. I think they will take it away once.
0: Brian.
1: I'm going to go under with zero.
0: Okay. I'm going to say under as well. I think if they get any, it's going to be one. What about turnovers? They did not turn the ball over against the Browns. So we're back on the good. St- Can we get a streak of not turning the ball over? I don't know. I have it set at one. Dave, we'll go with you first.
2: I'm going under. I'm I'm thinking that they know they need to take care of the ball here. And they're just like last week. And they I I think they kind of understand the importance of it. So I, I, I think it's I mean, if they've got if if it becomes a shootout, then I think we're going to see turnovers on both sides. But I think I'm going to go under.
0: Brian, what do you think about turnovers for the Steelers?
1: This is a turnover free game, zero.
0: I agree with zero. I think they protect the football, and they start a positive streak. Last one before we get into points scored. Sacks on Ben Roethlisberger. Let's say the line is set at one and a half. Brian, we'll go with you first.
1: Over two.
0: Dave. Under one. I One is a good one. I, I was I tempted might, to go zero. I was going to say, this might be a game where they keep him clean altogether. I mean, Tennessee has seven sacks on the entire season. They played five games. Depends
2: on how many times he has to drop
0: back. True. It depends on how well they're running the football. Yes. Okay, points scored. James Conner is the x factor. Yes, very good. (laughs) We're so good at this. Points scored. (laughs) Points scored. Steelers over under 29. Brian Anthony Davis, go ahead. Over. Over. I say over as well. Points against. We'll set the line at 24. Steelers are averaging 18.8. Dave, what do you think? Over. Over. I'm going to say push not to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our predictions. Dave, the freaking line changed. I can't oh, believe yes. it. I swear I did my podcast for, for Let's Ride. I do my picks. They're awful. I've been 5-0 and with the Steelers, though, by the way. And the one thing about this game was that the Steelers line at the beginning of the week was the Steelers were giving two on the road. And you said via our Slack channel that that's not the case anymore, right?
2: Three-point flip today three-point flip in the other direction to where the Steelers, instead of being favored by two, are now one-point underdogs.
0: That makes no sense.
2: It makes no sense at all. The only thing – I mean, I'm sitting there trying to figure it out. I mean, A.J. Brown doesn't practice, and they think now Tennessee has a bigger chance. What happened? The only thing I can think of is if it was a knee-jerk reaction to seeing Ben Roethlisberger is limited. That's the only thing I can think of is why it would change three frigging points to where it even flips the other way. I, I, it doesn't make sense otherwise. But I, there was no
0: injury know. designation to him missing. That's the thing. It was a personal at yeah. ad- doctor's appointment. I don't know. Maybe he had a dentist appointment. They're tough to reschedule yeah. now in this COVID era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> okay. So the line is now Steelers are getting one. Getting has one. He over, has he over underchanged?
2: What was it? Because it's at 50.5.
0: I the believe might it was at 52.5 the t-
2: This is a Ben Roethlisberger thing. I'm telling you, I don't know what else it could be. Why else would you drop the total points? Because if you drop the total points and flip it to now where Pittsburgh is not favored, they're saying that they think that it's Pittsburgh that's going to score less points.
0: So it's 50 and a half on yours, right? 50 and a half
2: on this one, that's on fine. the
0: consensus at Odd Shark. All right. Brian, we'll go with you first. I believe from my saw our game picks uh that ran yesterday. You or uh, today. One of the days, I don't know. It was, today. Um, it was today. You were the only one that picked the Titans. Now that was, I don't know the spread, but Brian, go ahead. Spread explain yourself on that one. Explain yourself.
1: I plead the fifth. The reason I plead the fifth is because I'm going to get the face palm emoji. Because those picks, I just go boop, boop, boop. It's like in summer school. See, 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 see. I don't care about those picks.
2: You know, you can go back and change it. Uh, you know, I, I can't. But you'd have to actually listen to instructions in order to know how to do that.
1: <laughs> and like I say, they play a song for me in the third, fourth quarter at Heinz Field. I'm a renegade, guys. Yeah. No, no. Renegade, here's, here's the deal. I, you know, I've, I've already put out uh, I've already put out Bold and Bizarre. I've already sent that to you, and I think the Steelers win this game. But I changed my score, and so I'm looking at the Steelers to you know give them the points because they're going to win. So it's going to be 34 to 28.
2: Pittsburgh Steelers win.
0: All right, 34-28.
2: Dave, what about you? You all, you almost hit my score exactly. I have more confidence in the Steelers. I could see this being a, another decisive win for the Steelers. I'm going 34-26. It's going to be an 8-point game where, you know, the the whole difference. if you understand what happened at the end of the Tennessee game last week you understand why uh, the importance of an eight point game of why it's going to be doing that so i'm going 34 26
0: as i looked up the stats for my let's ride podcast i the one thing i couldn't stop looking at is how bad the tennessee defense is and i was like i'm sorry but you know if it's strength versus strength if the steelers defense versus a very good titans offense kind of neutralizes each other they're going to they're going to win some Steelers are going to win some because the Steelers defense is very good. I'm looking at the Steelers offense saying you have to win this game then because you have the matchup that is better for the team, the the team that we all root for. The Steelers offense is going to have to get the job done. I think they do. I think they do so handily. I like the Steelers to win whether they were giving points or getting points doesn't matter. I say Steelers 34 Titans 24 and that obviously says take the over. So it's funny that we were all, do we all pick 34 as our total? Yeah. Steelers? <laughs> and I have not looked at the prediction article. I haven't that. done mine okay. I always I do either. this first. Okay. Well, you said 28, right, Brian? Dave said 26. I said 24. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so very crazy. interesting. So crazy. Before well, we get to the truth, go ahead, Dave. I was going
2: to say, can, can I throw a little something out there that's interesting? Sure. Now, the only thing that's different Sometimes you like to look at like common opponents. Yeah. Who's the common opponent so far that both the Steelers and Titans, they have both defeated other than the, you get the, the Denver Broncos, which Tennessee missed, you know, 87 kicks against them. Yeah, So that made that one kind of difficult. But then more recently, the Houston Texans. Yeah. If you want to look at this, the Houston Texans, what did the Steelers do to the Houston Texans? And just, let's just look at the second half after adjustment games. Shut they completely down. shut them down. Zero points for the Texans in the, in the second half. You know how many second half points the Texans scored against the Titans? 26. And if they would have gone for 27, they probably win the game.
0: The funny thing is, though, Dave, I'm glad that the, the Titans won. Oh, yeah. I mean. I want them 5-0. and o. I yeah. want these two teams to know, which this is a crazy stat, that the last time two teams met this late in the season that were undefeated, the winning team always went to the Super Bowl. That yeah. That's that's a statistic I saw from, I think, ESPN stats and info. Yeah. So I want this game to be huge. I want the magnitude to be ramped up. I want Mike Tomlin to be reminding the, every single player in his locker room that this game should have already been over. That's what I want them to be. Sad. I want them to be pissed. I want them to still have some anger about what happened in week four. Brian, Kett. yeah, they need to. <laughs> Seattle has two losses. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, you skipped right at that point. You uh, there was sorry. a blip on my screen, so so no. I mean, I I agree with everything you're saying. They need to be fired up. They are going to come in here. Yeah, I want them reminded that, hey, Eric Ebron, you're not going to your son's birthday party. You know why? Because of these guys. Because they were careless, and now they're playing the victim. Eric Ebron, go out and score two touchdowns. Go out and catch 27 balls and see that safety that you victimized? Victimize them again. The other guys, I want them to remember that they don't have the weekend that they had planned with their lady. They can't do that because you know why? Somebody, the linebackers coach was careless on the Titans. They were doing what they weren't supposed to do. And we're saying, oh, I'm Mike Vrabel. Oh gosh, we're being persecuted because of the COVID thing. No, Steelers get angry, get mad, go after these bums.
0: Amen amen brother oh my God. that's you a good the rant was coming again <laughs> he knew it was coming it was only a matter of time it's inevitable all right let's go with the um <laughs> let's go to our trivia section dave why don't you go ahead Okay. And that we
2: are going to do bold and Bizarre after this though. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause we, we can't forget that one. Cause that one's too much fun. Here's the question. This came to, like I said before, this came to me from Jeffrey Benedict. He threw me this question. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use that for trivia on Thursday. And then of course I fed him some stuff for their stuff last night. So it was a lot of fun, but the Steelers this past week, they scored over 30 points and had less than 300 yards of offense. Do you have any idea the last time they did that? I will give you a hint. And the hint is it was the same final score.
0: 38 to seven.
2: Can you think of another infamous 38 to seven shellacking? I will tell you. It is in the Ben Roethlisberger era.
0: Is it against an AFC North team? I got it. What is it, Brian?
1: It's 2007 Monday Night Football against the Ravens.
2: That would be correct on November the fifth. Correct me if i Weren't they up 35
0: nothing at halftime?
2: No, they were up 35 nothing inside of two minutes, but they gave up a touchdown okay. right before
0: halftime. Got it. Yeah,
2: it was almost felt like the yeah. high school rules. Where you know, if you're up 35 and the second half of the clock doesn't stop at all, so um, I don't know if you guys knew that rule or not. Um, so you know, which it's the mercy rule, but it's funny because I, I knew I remember this game because it's 2007. I had just moved into my house, and um, and my, my brother in law, Steelers fan, he had a Ravens fan as a roommate who had a best friend who was Ravens. So I'm like, you know, let's all just have a good time, I'll come over. This is really the first bigger game. I was watching at my house and we almost felt bad for him. It was, it was, that game was over so fast. I didn't feel bad for him. It was glorious. It was (laughs) glorious. (laughs) But yes, in that game, the Steelers only had, I think, 291 yards of offense. They went over 300 yards, but they had negative yards from sacks.
0: That was a game where, wasn't that the game where James Harrison blew up Ed Reed on a punt return and caused a fumble, I think, and that was... Yeah, I think he had, five, he, five. he had
1: four or five sacks that game.
2: He was James a man Hurt. possessed.
0: Man possessed. Difference was
2: Ben Roethlisberger had five touchdowns.
0: Yes. Where
2: All right. I mean, didn't have to throw five touchdowns.
0: Last segment of the show, before we do our final thoughts, is the bold predictions where we think about something. I actually got mine right last week. I said that Baker Mayfield is going to start the game, he's not going to finish. And he didn't finish. <laughs> brian's long lost son came in case keenum and had mop-up duty so yes be still your beaten heart
2: mine was almost as wrong as you could get
0: <laughs> I was sure? said it was
2: going to come down to the very last play of the game and it was over <laughs> almost after the first play of the game
1: <laughs> <laughs> brian what was yours last week do you remember i don't it- I just know it wasn't about Bougie uh, Smith Schuster because you won't let me talk about Juju's dog on the show. But check out the article, Bolden yes. Bazaar Predictions, because you'll get plenty of Bougie and plenty of co-editor in there as well every week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, Dave.
2: <laughs> I, I, did, I, didn't get, I didn't get to watch or get to read last week. Oh, so he's was a up good one. A major
1: yeah. chicanery this week. Yep. So yeah, it was a good one.
2: All right,
0: I'm, I'm ready for this. Go ahead, Dave. Go first.
2: Okay. Um, I've actually got two. I'm going to do because I thought of the other one that I was going to bring up and I'm like, I'll just bring it up then. The Steelers are going to get the quad They are going to score a rushing passing defensive and special
0: teams touchdown. Okay. Rushing. Is it Connor? Two cares. Okay. Might be quick so rush. Back. Okay. Rushing <laughs> passing He said rushing, passing, receiving, and... Defense and special teams. Wow. What's your other bold prediction? My other bold prediction is by the end
2: of the 2020 regular season, you're not going to be thinking about this game as nearly as important as what it feels now. One of these teams is not going to be... It's not like
0: this is going to be the one game that separates these two teams at the top. Huh. Okay. So you went right against Michael Beck's article today. He said this game is going to be... For home field advantage. <laughs> no, for the victor,
2: it's going to mean a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brian, what's your I'm bold prediction? are not going to need as much. All right. That's a good one. That's bold. Without mentioning bougie, what's your bold prediction?
1: <laughs> yeah, I am bummed. So I haven't done an impression yet. Oh, so God, please don't. This one's a really good one.
0: No, it's not. I <laughs> heard what Tony <laughs> said, said about it? your yinzer. Tony even said your yinzer sucks. He's just too nice <laughs> of a guy to tell you to your face that your yinzer sucks. It's just telling you. Oh, yeah, by the, by the way, way programming note.
2: answer
1: is
0: good. So if he thinks this one's good, it's going to be terrible. Programming <laughs> note. Tony's fired. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said it on the air. I listened to your show, the hangover. He goes, well, that was, uh, that needs some work. That's Tony's way of saying it. that was awful. That was awful. He's just too nice of a guy. <laughs>
1: 1982. Mr. T is clever. Lank. Okay. Pain. <laughs> also in that movie, the his great line was, I can't really use it here, but hey, woman, hey, woman, why don't you come up to my hotel room and I'll show you what a real man's like. See, that's a good, Mister T. Yeah. But uh,
2: something, it's not right. terrible.
1: Okay, thanks. <laughs> no, actually, bold and bizarre prediction: two touchdowns, Deontay Johnson.
0: Oh, okay. All right. My bold and bizarre, well, it's not bizarre. It's not really even that bold, I wouldn't think. I think this is a game that Ben throws for over 300, and I think he throws for three touchdowns. I think that this is a game where they're going to spread him out, and they're going to just try to pick that secondary apart. And unless he starts to get greedy, I don't see him stopping him. I think he throws for over 300. And he's typically played well against Tennessee, maybe not, not in Nashville, but against the Titans, he normally plays well, uh, so keep that in the back of your mind. All right, yeah, dilly dilly. Dave's wearing the shirt. Very good. That was quoted when that was Thursday night football, I believe. They did the um, what was it? What did they call that camera? The SkyCam?
2: Yeah, SkyCam. Oh, dreadful thing! I don't know because I didn't watch the game on TV. That was the first game my brother and I attended together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah,
0: that's good memories. Well, why don't you, Dave? Since you're in a happy place, go ahead and give us your final thoughts before we call it a show.
2: My final thoughts are. It, you guys are gonna are, are gonna really let me hear it for this one. But if you look at the Steelers second quarter of the season, you know, the, the the their second four games: Browns, Titans, Ravens, Cowboys. This game, in my opinion, is the one that they are the most likely and the most negatively affected if they lose just from a from a um not necessarily from a standing standpoint, but just from a you know playing against a quality opponent standpoint, you don't want to lose your your AFC North matchups, and you don't want to lose someone that sucks so bad like the Cowboys. So there's no shame if they go down to Nashville and come up a little bit short,
0: but they're not going to. Okay, Brian Anthony Davis, final thoughts.
1: It's a five star matchup, not just because the Steelers are in it, but the Titans are really really good. This is going to be a blow-to-blow blow match. They are going to be fighting it out. I think it's going to come down to the end. I really love what the uh, what both teams are doing here. I have a lot of respect for the Titans. Um, you know, I know I went off on that rant earlier about the whole COVID thing, but what Mike Rabel does there, it's a fantastic team, but the Steelers are the standard, and they are a better team, and we're going to find out this weekend.
0: My final thoughts, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I trust Mike Tomlin in big settings more than I do in games where they are expected to win. And there's a lot of people that are saying this is a toss-up. That's what I like. Mike Tomlin will have his team prepared. They're on the road only the second time since week one. Hard to believe. Here we are in week seven, and they're hitting the road for just the second time. But um, the Steelers are a very, very good football team. And if you didn't believe it, you should believe it after week six. I look for them to keep the momentum going. They are definitely keyed in and focused on this game and the fans should be excited with that said, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you follow us wherever you are. If you're trying to fight, just fell on this. Damn, hey, what's the show? Go to any, anywhere you get your podcast, search Steelers or behind the steel curtain. And you'll find our podcast platform. Obviously behind the steel should be your one-stop shop for all things. Steelers. Make sure you check out all of our other podcasts, everything from Brian's factor fiction, his rooting guide, which is already out there. Uh, and then obviously we have the weekend shows like the touchdown under Tony's brunch, you name it in our post game show is always our best show of the week. So with that said, have a great weekend, everyone. We will see you next week as we preview the game against the Ravens. That's right. Hopefully the Steelers are six to no, And we're talking about a really, really big game again. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week.
2: Hi.